Right, welcome to Rio Radio, Kaikoshin Oddcast. This is our very first episode, so obviously it's a flagship and hopefully a, a sign of what's to come. Um, and today we've got our first guest, uh, Josh, aka Big Josh, because when you've got two Joshes, it gets very confusing. So, hi, Josh. Listeners, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Cool. Uh, how are you? Yeah, good. So obviously, Josh is a bit of a gamer, um, and when we were looking for a name, we were struggling for a little bit. But Josh came up with the Ryu Radio. Obviously, Ryu is a Street Fighter character based loosely on Sosei Masayama, um, and I wanted to use the play on words of Kaikishin Oddcast because we are a strange bunch of people down the club for anyone that hasn't been there before. Um, yeah. So we kind of meshed the two together to come up with the name Rio Radio Kaikishin Oddcast. So fingers crossed it'll end up to be what we're hoping it will. So we'll get started. First thing, Josh, what made you want to take up martial arts? Um, so basically, like, I always wanted to do something um, in terms of like a sport or something like, like something physical. Um but, like, when I was younger, I did rugby, but, like, that wasn't for me. I gave that up. And my brother had done karate, and I've, I've always sort of been, like, really interested in, um, like, Japanese culture and things like that. So I was, I, I was always, like, edging towards a martial art, but I never really had, like, the confidence to start. And by the time I finished rugby, I was sort of, like, early teens, just going into school. I wasn't, like, the fittest person go in so I was sort of a bit like oh maybe it's maybe I've you know I'm over the hill for choosing a martial art now I should have started a bit younger like but um I don't know if it was because of lockdown or whatever and I was just thinking oh do you know what fuck it I'm just gonna try something new yeah um and then I came across you guys then so yeah, yeah it was it's something I've always wanted to do um because I got like a bit of a fascination with martial arts like i've got friends that are quite into martial arts yeah um uh that talk about it quite a lot and like i'd always been like shown like little moves here and there because i had an interest in it but i'd never had the confidence to take that step and actually do it then karate's quite uh, intimidating i think as well because like obviously i started very young um and i've kind of been doing it like 20 odd years but i think when you hit that 20 year old 20 plus period you're kind of wondering you know can i do it now or not or is it is it going to be too hard or whatever? I think when you're a kid, you haven't really got any sort of fears of you. Whereas twenty plus, you kind of think, "Oh, am I going to get injured, or am I going to, am I not going to take to it, or whatever?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, like I did rugby when I was younger, and I didn't even like it. But like, I had no like apprehension turning up to the training, turning because I was young, so I like I didn't really care. It was like, oh, I'll just turn up. My I'm there. My parents are taking me there. You know, it's it's, it's quite chilled or whatever. And I think. I think I had an idea in my head of what martial arts was like. Um, obviously, like, you see stuff in films and in games and stuff like that, obviously not realistic. But I think I had this idea of martial arts being, like, incredibly strict. Although I am quite... Um, I'm happy to go with the flow and do what people tell me to do. It's not so much that, that that's not something that would stop me wanting to do it. It was more of, like, a fear of doing something wrong and being, like, really reprimanded, like, for it. Yeah. You know, you have the, like, sort of stereotypical image of, like, a sensei, like, screaming at you, and you're like, oh. Yeah, but, which, um, which is definitely not me, because I think I'm very relaxed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, that was that was a pleasant surprise for me when I joined, because that was my biggest sort of um, 
I don't know, like my biggest thing, I was like, oh, I'm going to turn up now and I'm going to do things wrong way because I'm, I don't feel <laughs> noticed. I'm not particularly coordinated. Like I'm okay, like fitness wise. I'm not as fit as I have been, but um, my coordination is a little bit off my left to my right. So I was like, oh, this is not, uh, which is something I, another reason why I wanted to join because my balance and my coordination was off. And my friend that does martial arts was always like, oh, I probably would help with that. Yeah. Um, so that, that was another reason. That it's I a silly question, join. but do you think your height has got anything to do with that? Because obviously, for those who don't know Josh, Josh is very, very tall, hence the big Josh uh, moniker. But do you think maybe that's because <laughs> your height as well, do you think? I wonder sometimes a little bit. Like, I like I never considered myself to be particularly tall because I've always, like, when I was younger, I had friends that were like, taller than me. I, I was in, like, a, a year in my school where everyone was particularly tall, so I was always, like, average. Yeah. But, um, but to be fair, I'm particularly short as well, so I think that probably doesn't <laughs> help when you stood next to each other. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I've never measured up next to you to know uh, what, yeah. what the difference is. I but, came in at um, a mighty five foot five, so, yeah, I think you'd definitely win that one. Oh, OK, yeah. I'm five foot nine, so I think that is, like, the average. But then I think that... Um, Senpai Tom is taller than me, I think. So in the class, I don't feel like the tallest one there because I yeah. don't think I am. Senpai Tom is fairly tall, to be fair to him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know where, I don't know where the lack of... When I was younger, when I was born, I had that... Um, we have a club foot, so one of my feet had like a, a turn. All right. So I had to wear like a... In school, I had to wear like a, this stupid shoe. Where it was like a platform shoe. Yeah. So like, one of my feet was like one of the hard rubber higher. hard rubber ones. That's it, yeah. And it sort of like held my foot in place yeah. and like you know you know, I didn't I didn't get much shit for it, luckily. But um although my foot points forward fine now when I there's no issues, if I put like sometimes you, you notice it more like um when we do the stats where I've got you got this is going to be really good advertising that I don't know the names of these things <laughs> but, uh, but I, am, I am new guys but do you know when you do the stance you put your feet together and they've got to be pointed out like oh, San, uh, Masubi Dachi yeah um, and you probably won't notice because unless I point it out but my knees one of my knees will point the right way and my other knee will just be it'll be like like someone that's got like a, a, a funny eye, like a cross eye, but my knees. <laughs> like if I try and put my legs together, this before, one of my knees. You know, you know now, when, I get back, when we get back to training, you know we're going to be looking for that now. That's what I was going to say, yeah. And if any of the guys are listening, next time we do that, people are going to be like, hmm, so look at his funny knees. <laughs> but yeah, so my, uh, my foot is fine now, but I do notice when I'm tired, it starts to like drift back a bit. Yeah. So I don't know whether that's got anything to do with it, that maybe that's just my excuse. Um, I'm also like really not frightened of falling over. I don't know. I don't think I'm. I'm not necessarily frightened of it, but I'm always very wary of falling because I always trip quite a bit. Yeah. So like, I think I remember once like there was a class like a couple of months ago where we were running, and my foot we were running around the um, hall, and my foot caught in a chair, and I proper like face planted the floor. Oh, but, like, I remember. I did, yeah, I remember. That, yeah. I tried to make not a big deal of it. I like got up and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine, yeah, no problem." And I was like, you know, running around. Everyone was like, and as I was running past, everyone was like, "You okay? You okay? You okay?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, fine," because I didn't want to make a big deal. Yeah. And I was fine, you know, and no, I wasn't injured or nothing. If health and safety pride. are listening, you were fine, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was fine. Yeah. Just my my injured pride, that's all. But um, <laughs> I think we've all got a bit yeah. of that somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's not uh, to be fair. 
I, I commend the class because obviously they're all young. And I think if that had happened in like when I was younger, everyone would have been like, "Wait," made a big thing, but no one like. No one like made fun or like laugh. In all fact, no one laughed. Everyone was like, really concerned. So I was like, well, "That's nice." Yeah. But um, essentially, yeah, I wonder whether that's got something to do with my coordination. Possibly because I'm tall. I don't know. But that was. I have found my balance is a little bit better since starting. Definitely. Yeah. It, it's difficult though because it's one of those things like, um, like slightly different kind of context. But like, I I can't dance for toffee. But obviously, over the years, I've like got better with catters and things so your coordination of doing something with say like a catter would be completely different to say your coordination of dancing and i think people just put two and two together and think if you can do one you can do the other um yeah 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 but like, I, know what you mean. I can't dance for for anything i'm terrible <laughs> but then obviously like i've i've i won a cat a tournament a couple of years ago and i've d- done catter for high grade catters for gradings and tournaments and stuff so i think balance is just one of those things that it's something that unless you really, really work on it, obviously like everything else in karate or any sort of sport really, unless you work yeah. on it, obviously it doesn't get better. But you've kind of got to go through the mill a bit to get to get that sort of to that point where you're comfortable with it, you know. Oh yeah, and I think like I, I'm definitely seeing like little improvements. So I'm just hoping I'll I get to the point because some people are like effortless with their balance. They can like yeah. they're on one leg and they're not completely like not phased but i'm still in the sort of wobbly yeah uh, i'm, st- I'm still a bit wobbly now like i've been training 20 odd years and i still get a bit wobbly but like i've noticed more since we've gone online um obviously again that's something we'll talk about later but i've noticed since we've been online when you watch some of the other guys when they're doing the kicks now you see their balance is so much more natural yeah 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 definitely um I always notice, like, when we're doing the uh, backward kick, where you're kicking... Ashiro Gary, yeah. Uh, that's it. Um, again, the names are not... Uh, no, I've sorry. usually got a really good memory. This is why I surprise myself. I don't remember the it's names. The pressure. It's and, the pressure. Uh, I think it's, yes, because we've uh, been recorded. But, um, yeah, when they were doing the backwards kick, like, I always struggle with that. I really got to, like, look back and, like, before I do, because otherwise I'm, like, stumbling over. But the rest of them are, like, as if... Although they have been doing it longer, I suppose. So yeah, we'll put it down to that, fine. Yeah, experience. Yeah. No, Ashiro Gary is one of those kicks that you can be taught four or five different ways and it's just one of those kicks it will either come naturally or it just won't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I can't ever see it being my um, my kick of choice in any situation <laughs> unless, I, unless I've got to, like. Yeah, I don't think there's many karate cars that will use it as their kick of choice, I'll be honest. No, no. So our next question, how did you stumble upon us? Um, basically, when I'd made my sort of like snap decision to like uh, join, I sort of, e- I, well, I, I just Googled first. So I was just like, oh, karate meets Patarbet area. Obviously, like quite a few came up. Um, and then I saw there was, a, there was a few. There was one I saw, um, I won't say any names, there was one I saw that I looked at and then I didn't want to join because I actually knew the um, like the head guy. Yeah. Not that I knew him and there was anything wrong with him, but I was like a bit like, oh, I don't know. If I, th- I was thinking in my mind, I wanted to join somewhere where like no one knew who I was so that it would be like a clean sort of slate, if you know what yeah. I mean. So um, I skipped over that one. And then I saw another one 
which was a Swansea-based one. And then I saw you guys then. I can't remember if it was Google or I think Facebook I might have found. I'm trying to think if it was Google or Facebook. Because no one told me. I didn't even know there was, you know, I didn't know about the club from anyone else. So, um, yeah, I think it was Facebook. But then I, I emailed the Swansea one and... Then uh, and I emailed you also. So I sent like this. I think I sent like the same email to both. Yeah. And I just got like quite like different responses. Like the one, the one from Swansea because like in my mind they they had a website and it was very like I don't know. It looked very like not to say like professional, is it? Yeah. Like it looked very like really like some. It's as if they paid someone to make that website. Like yeah. you could tell they were like really like trying to recruit people um and you know the response was friendly enough but it wasn't a case of like oh yeah great when can you start because i i said i think i said in my email oh i know you know it's it's, you know we're in lockdown or we we even might go back into lockdown so it's a bit awkward to have a new student and things like that and they said oh we will be doing online but it was sort of the response i had was like um oh but uh do some online uh, classes just for us to get a feel if like, I can't remember the exact word it was like to feel if you're a good fit um, for the club or like m- maybe if you're good we can fast track you in and in my mind I was a little bit like oh I was like oh I thought I just assumed like you would show interest you turn up yeah and provided you don't like provided you're not like absolutely horrible or you're like like no me and myself now provided i didn't turn up i was really horrible or i turned up and i was like you know did something wrong i thought you just would be in i didn't think it was you know and we're willing to pay and you know so i was a bit like oh okay so i i just sort of put on the back burner and then you replied to me then just to stop you there but surely like coming from an outsider's point of view surely the idea is that you take up a karate class because you're not very good at it or because you don't know what you're doing so the whole idea of starting something like a martial art is that you obviously you learn it as you're going along well that was sort of my sort of view on it that's why i was sort of like quite surprised because i was a little bit like uh i was a little bit like oh well like, i'm not gonna know anything really like at the moment i was like, I, and in my mind i was like oh am i expected to know a little bit before i go am i yeah. expected to do like a little bit of swatting before i go or like that and that put a bit of pressure on me then and i was already very nervous i was thinking i'm you know i'm 20 26 then now 27 and you know i thought oh it's, it's nerve-wracking enough i can join in a new cross club like I say that late in my life as if I'm like really old, but like I think <laughs> from a perspective of joining karate, maybe that is like late. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm expected to know stuff already when I knew nothing. Um, so then you go back to me then, um, and it was a lot more positive. It was like, yeah, come down. We, we do, you know, we're on this day and that day. Come down, you know, have the first few sessions free and, see, you know, see if you, re- you know, want to join and things. It was really like, open and friendly and what i would what i wanted you know from a response um so that made my decision for me then obviously and obviously you guys were closer to where i live and things but if it wouldn't have mattered to me the distance it mattered to me more about like what the people were like because i was like, really nervous about going yeah which and then when i like looked would be to on start your face something new then yeah 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like when I looked on your guys' Facebook then and like looked at some of the photos, I could see there I could see there was a lot of like younger students, obviously, but there was like I could see Agar in some of the photos, I could see Tom in some of the photos. So I thought, oh, I'm not gonna be the only one yeah. that's older. You know, obviously I'll be the only one that's older starting new, but I you know, uh, won't be the only person of my age there. Yeah. Um so yeah, and then I came then and it was it was really good and like I had the you know, I would have been willing to pay from like the second session because I did my first session, really enjoyed. I can't even remember what the first session was. If it was, uh, I think the first session was a bit of fitness and a bit of break fall. Yeah, I think um, it was. Stuff, yeah. I think. My I think first we, session. We'd only just got back ourselves, had me after the fire break in mid October or whatever it was. So that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed the first session and I would have been willing then to like on the second session start paying and things. But you were like, no, no, you know, have the next few free just to make sure that, you know, you do, you know, something you enjoy, which is another good thing, I think, because it just shows then that it's not just about the numbers and like, oh, getting people in and getting people paying. It's like, do you actually want to do it? Are you actually enjoying it? Which I felt like, you know, was a big priority for you guys that I was, you know, a lot of uh-huh. a lot of people and a lot of classes especially are just looking for numbers whereas with us we've never really been about numbers we're more about about personality in the way that um like obviously i i've got a good friend she aunt dave wong who's um fifth down in Waterloo, and like if i went to do their style from what I've seen of their, their stuff is very so similar to our stuff. But it would be like me going and starting, say, like, jiu-jitsu or, or judo. I wouldn't have a clue. And I would be awful. So would that instructor then have the patience to sort of say, right, you haven't got a clue, you're absolutely hopeless, but we'll get you to that point. And I think these days there's so many instructors that are just want to get numbers in. So they've got classes of 40, 50, 60 people to show off. But they're not giving that time then to students. And I think with us, because we're a fairly small number, I think we've always kind of looked that we would rather have the personality of somebody that will come in and fit into the group. Because obviously you started, um, Lacey and Tristan, who I did really well not calling Tracy there, um, started <laughs> yeah. at the same time. And obviously the three of you have kind of just sort of settled in. Um, and from my point of view, like I started karate when i was six um and obviously lacy and tristan are younger and obviously you're older so for all of you it's kind of intimidating in different ways so oh yeah i think you've got to kind of have a certain sort of personality to come into a group especially with something like karate like in football or rugby there's 15 20 30 people training there so if you're kind of a bit of an introvert you can kind of just stay out of the way but with us because we're a smaller group we're kind of like right you've got to get stuck in now you've got to like You've got to join in. You've got to be part of the class. So, like, whereas we, everybody's different, and we sort of respect that at the same time. We like to get people involved. Yeah, and, like, you, you sort of... You sort of have to. And, like, I think, like, uh, Lacey and Tristan join in. Like, I think they joined, like, two weeks before me or a week yeah, before something, me. Or something like, like that, yeah. Um, that was nice for me in a way because when I came one I was like oh I'm not the only new person here so I was like okay I don't feel and also I was thinking you know to be fair to um, Lacey and Tristan and I was like they're a lot younger than me and I was like if they can manage and be okay being new I was thinking I've I've got to be fine you know sure to God I can 
manager and a bit older, you know, got some like life experience, so surely I should be fine. Yeah. And it did help in the knowledge. It was like someone else knew there. Like it, it made it a bit easier for me then, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been, I, I was just a bit surprised and like say, I'm not you know, naming names of other clubs and things like that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if that was like the right, like response it felt a bit it was like the i don't know if it was like overtly like rude or anything it was just like the language used it was a bit like oh we can fast track you in and things like that and i'm like i don't know it felt very corporate and i was like oh i didn't think i didn't think martial arts were like that like yeah. from what i've heard of like my friend that does them and things like that um but in saying that like my my gym um does have like a kickboxing club and for a time, I was like thinking about joining them, but they were a little bit like intimidating. The people that did this, so I, yeah. didn't, uh, I, I didn't go for that then. Yeah, I definitely think we've, as a club, we've got a fair bit of personality, I think, in different kind of aspects. And I mean, you say about starting, like obviously, Aga's 40 plus. I'll be gentle. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll be nice to her because she'll probably listen to this at some point and shout to me. But <laughs> Aga's 40 plus, and I mean, she's been there about three years. So I think she only started when she was 37, 38. And obviously, knowing from my own experience of starting young to obviously Aga's experience, I suppose it is probably harder starting at an older age. But at the same time, I think it shows a lot more courage to start at an older age where obviously your bones are developed now as opposed to starting young and if you have little accidents or little injuries, your bones will develop over that. Whereas at an older age, you kind of haven't got that same sort of feeling. You know, if you if you you get an injury or with sparring and you get a thigh kick or, a, you know, a punch to the chest or something, you tend to get to need longer to sort of recover. So I think for me, um, I, I would think it probably shows a lot more courage to start at an older age and have that sort of thing to say, oh, I'm going to give it a go anyway, you know? Yeah, well, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, that's, oh, definitely, it's like, if I, not that I've been injured uh, yet. Fingers but, crossed um, you won't. <laughs> fingers crossed, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I know when, like, I've injured myself in the past, like, in the gym and that, I notice a difference from when I was 18 and I injured myself and I'd be like fine a day later and now I'm like I have to have like loads of hot baths and that and then like a couple of days off and you know things like that so yeah fingers crossed I'm sure I will have an injury at some point but um, yeah, yeah. Not, if, not if health and safety are listening but no yeah <laughs> yeah no no we're all we're very um, in line with uh, all our health and safety things so always. I should be fine always always as long as you keep away from Tom we should be okay <laughs> yeah yeah like to be fair when we did the, um, oh God, I don't know whose birthday was. We did like the birthday sparring. Like a f- the first few times I didn't join in because I was like, oh, I, I know I don't really have the experience. But I don't know if it was it Tom's birthday because I, I, I did. I think it might have been Tom and did, Emma, yeah. I think it was, yeah, because I did spar against uh, Tom. And to be fair, I could tell obviously he's like holding back because I didn't have a clue. And I was like jumping all over the shop and didn't know what I was doing. And I was thinking, oh, he, Probably could annihilate me if uh, he to was be trying. To Tom's normally jumping all over the place, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he was. Um, he, he was went easy on me, so I was like, "Oh, that's good. Thank you." He's a good boy sometimes, occasionally. Mm. <laughs> so next thing, what what has sort of been your 
favourite moment at the club so far or sort of lessons that we've done that you've sort of gone, oh, yeah, enjoy that? Because obviously for anyone that doesn't know, we kind of, we structure our lessons differently. So obviously when I've grown up through Kyokushin, like you go to the instructors and you'll do, say, you'll do all your key on first then you'll do some up and down movement, then you'll do... Uh, maybe some sayogaiko or something then you'll do a little bit of cat and then a little bit of sparring whereas obviously we don't do it that way we break every session down um so with us obviously one session could be something about self-defense obviously we do something with weapons one session fitness session so we we kind of break everything down um and we do it differently to a, a lot of other people which some people like some people don't and i, I get that everybody's different they you know everybody's got different opinions yeah, um, yeah, and like we've got people, as you know, from when you've been there. Like my friend Josie will um came down for our last fitness session. Yeah. Um. So obviously we've got people that will say, "Oh, can I come and join your fitness session, or can I come and join your bag session, or something?" Because they, you know, want to let off a bit of steam or whatever. So yeah, yeah. What do you think of like the way we sort of do it since you've been with us? Because obviously we have done a little bit of indoor training since you've been with us. So how do you kind of find the structure of the way we do things? I definitely like the fact that, like, every um, session, we do, like, a each session is, like, devoted to, like, maybe, like, one or two things. Like, I don't know how other clubs do theirs. Like, I don't know if they do, like, a little bit of everything or... But I, I quite like... Because you have time to, like, learn and enjoy the thing that you do in that session, rather than if we did, like, 10 minutes after, 10 minutes self-defense, 10 minutes of this, 10 minutes of that. I don't know if that is how it usually is done, like a bit of everything. I don't know, think I, I think it solidifies it more in my mind if I do like a full session of kata or like, um, like when we're doing fitness, it's nice to have like a full session of fitness. Like you get to do a lot more with that then yeah. than I think if you were like splitting it up. So I, I like the structure. Um, again, I don't know, like is... Is that how you learned? Like doing it growing like that? up, that was how a lot of my my instructors would pan the lessons out. So you would start, um, you start with like a little stretch warm up. Then you would do say 10, 15 minutes of key on. Then you would look at maybe doing some up and down movement, maybe a little bit of self defense thrown in every now and again. Then you would do um, some kata for maybe thirty minutes, forty five minutes, kind of around that sort of area and then you'd finish off with a couple of fights but obviously I've trained with some absolutely amazing instructors over the years like I've been blessed that I've been doing Kyokushin 28 29 years and I've, I've trained with some amazing instructors and every instructor you learn with you pick up something new but I knew when I started our club that I, I wanted to do it differently because I, I know now looking back these things I probably could do better but it was never really a thing that we spent a lot of time on. And I know, obviously, you can train outdoors as well. Um, but, you know, you can train in your club, but obviously it helps to train at home as well, do little bits. But when I was growing up, I was a chef, so I was working split shifts, didn't really have time to do it in the afternoons in between my shifts and stuff. So I didn't really devote in my own way maybe time to things I could have improved on. But I kind of knew that to get the best out of everyone and to be doing things the way I wanted to do it, that for me was the best way to do it to break everything up so like obviously nowadays as as horrible as it sounds the world we live in is a tough one so obviously i like to do a lot of self-defense because you never know when you could end up in a situation that yeah is a bit yeah, yeah. is a bit ropey but 
yeah, growing up, it, I think it was, it was good because you do every session, you're doing a bit of this, bit of this, bit of this, bit of this, and you, you know, in time, yes, you do pick it up. But I think, with the way we do it, we spend a session on it, whether it's an hour and a half on the Tuesday or the two and a half hours on the Sunday. We spend yeah, yeah. that time just on that one element. You take it away maybe three, four weeks before we do that again. You've had that time to think about it. And you've got that sort of time in that, that period to sort of say, right, next time we do it now, I know I need to look at this and do this differently. Or maybe this wasn't quite how Jared or Tom wanted me to do it. So I'll, I'll look at doing it this way. Oh, yeah. like I think the sessions definitely they stand out in my mind more because we do focus like intensely on like one thing like um like i remember a lot of the self like i think i've only done since i started maybe one self-defense session i think and like i i still remember a lot of the stuff now even though i've only done that one session because it was like so focused on that if you know what i mean so yeah i i like the way we do it i don't know any different obviously but um i think it it definitely works and because like there's i don't think there's an element of any of it that I don't enjoy, I think that's I I'm lucky that like I've enjoyed every session. I'm not just saying that. Like I I haven't done a session where I thought like oh I'm not feeling this part of it or you know even like the stretching I like the stretching and I know maybe that's a bit maybe people think is boring but I like the stretching. Uh, yeah, right. Like, I to me like stretching is I think it's an essential part of of kind of any high intensity sport like your footballs, your rugby's, your craft. You think stretching especially more so in martial arts is, is super essential because obviously as you get older with your hip all your hip movements your foot your ankle movement i think stretching just gives you that little bit of sort of hope that maybe like when you hit 50 you can still push on because um yeah again going back to my to to she and dave um i won't say how old he is because he'd probably kill me but he is an absolute stretching machine and he's He's in a, like a fair bit older than me, should we say. But his flexibility is absolutely insane. And I mean, he does an hour of stretching in the morning. And he puts like some of the kids we've got in the club. Obviously, you know how, how flexible some of the kids are. And yeah, he, puts yeah, them, yeah. he puts them to shame, you know. His, his level of stretching work is just absolutely phenomenal, to be fair. And I, I wish sometimes you know. I'd had that dedication to do it, but... And I think that's like a massive thing about like martial arts. I always, if ever I see someone that's like a, a like an older person that's done martial arts like a lot of their life, like they always seem very like fit, and very like, um, I don't know, they always seem like quite young for their age in terms of the what they can do physically. So, like that's that was a massive thing for me. Is like I was like I want to keep my fitness up, and although I do go to the gym, obviously not at the moment, um, and I'm not as fit now as I have been you know, this will give me a bit of structure to keep that going, like, until I'm 50, you know, so I'm yeah, hoping to be doing it that long. Yeah, well, obviously, like, we've only recently introduced stretching because we were kind of working along the three sort of elements of we were doing lots of key on, lots of syllabus work, and we sort of looked at the stretching, and we've done a couple now. Um, and obviously, last time, uh, my friend Sensei Leah joined in as well, and she enjoyed it, and I just think you've kind of got to tick over because there's certain things, no matter how much people want you to do online there's only certain things you can do and really do properly and do well 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I definitely think our stretching session is one because we've got sort of elements. Like, and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not admitting to being any sort of yogi, but um, it's stuff I've seen of yoga websites online, um, things I've done myself over the years in the past, and we've kind of strung together an hour's sort of stretching session now, and I think it kind of works all the elements. And obviously, if we can keep on top of that, um, you know, that hour, hour, you know, a week, once a month or whatever, if we can keep on top of that, and then obviously maybe some people will do some of it at home and you know yeah, yeah yeah when the kids now are doing it in 10 years if they're still with us you know they can look back and say oh well i'm still fairly supple because we stretch or because we do this or we do that and obviously we introduce stretching into our grading as well because i think it's essential so i mean among other sessions i think the stretching one is definitely it's one of those sessions that kind of goes under the radar a little bit oh yeah like it's probably I can imagine like especially like if you're young like and you know the, someone saying like oh next week we're doing stretching for like it for like the kids where they probably like are quite excited maybe not so much in um our group because they like are very used to it obviously but like I suppose if you were like a new starter and you were a kid and someone said like oh we're doing stretching next week you might be a bit like oh okay like because that's not like the expectation but it is so important yeah. so it's like I'm just lucky that I do enjoy like every aspect that we've done so far. Yeah. I don't think I've done a session where I haven't like enjoyed what we've done, to be honest. Yeah. Even like the stuff I'm not so good at. Like I I'll be honest, I'm not like great with the weapons. I still enjoy doing it though. Yeah, but it's something you've never done, so I mean that's just something obviously you will you'll sort of pick up. But to go back to something you said earlier, you said intense and I think some of the sessions we do, I think that probably really defines the way we kind of do things because, again, like we're saying about stretch, you know, I think the stretching session we do is fairly intense. The fitness sessions, as you mentioned, we we do the one where we run around the hall. Um, obviously, yeah, yeah. normally we would do it using dodgeballs, which for anyone listening might be like, oh, my God. But, you know, it brings <laughs> that kind of fun element into it a little bit, especially, yeah. especially when sent by Tom is throwing him because he's like an animal. Um <laughs> Obviously, we we haven't been able to do that because of COVID, so we've kind of had to curtail the dodgeballs and just kind of run. But like last time we did it, we did fourteen kilometers in an hour and a bit. So I mean, you look at it, and that that's pretty intense because while yeah. our hall is fairly big, when there's twelve, thirteen you in there, obviously it narrows it down. So to have kind of that <clears throat> that intensity to do that hour and fifteen of just constant running. But then having a fit in press ups, having a fit in sit ups, having a fit in squats, having a fit in knee jumps, you know, it's an intense session. But I think it's intense in the right kind of way. It's not intense as in oh my god, we've killed them. It's intense as in you get up and you think oh my god, I'm knackered, but I've had a really good workout for that hour, you know. Oh yeah, like Chris, I always come away from there feeling like I've had a good workout, like and. I always try it like it is intense, but I, I I don't think it's intense in like a way of um, it's not too intense to the point where you're not enjoying it. It's just intense of you do feel you you do get a bit of a head rush coming up to it because you're like oh, it's very, like the fitness sessions are very good. Like they're always very um, and like we did the bleep test, yeah. which I haven't done a bleep test since I was in school and stuff like that. So that was quite nice. You must be probably one of the few people that would describe it as nice. I'll be honest. <laughs> like I, I think I wouldn't describe it. I wouldn't describe it as nice if I, I hadn't done okay 
in like if I'd done like badly, I probably would have been like, oh, I didn't like that. But because I did okay, I was like, all right, okay, I feel I feel a bit better about myself because I, I I was expecting to do crap. I'll be honest, I was expecting to do really bad because like I like I said, I'm I was I am like you know relatively fit, but like not at this since since I joined. I'd be less fit than I usually am. Yeah. Um, because of lockdown and that, like, I haven't been able to exercise as much. So I wasn't expecting to do anything in that session, really. So maybe I wouldn't uh, be so positive about it, you know, if I'd, like, dropped out early. But, um, yeah. Yes. Well, we say about that, and I think that's another one of my favourites because, obviously, as you said, we do the, the beat test. But then it's kind of, as much of a, that session is kind of like a physical session. It's kind of a mental session as well because obviously, as you know, when we do the beep test, then you have like a five minute break, and we set up a circuit, and then we do a cir- two two laps of a circuit as well. So you're essentially yeah, yeah. doing a beep test and circuit training all in the space of maybe two hours at yeah. that sort of high intensity rate, and I think it's good because it it kind of shows that sort of it's a thing that obviously I've heard met loads of times over the years, but it shows that that kikishin spirit because. You've done a beep test, you've run however many kilometres, you're absolutely knackered, and then you've got to go and do a circuit. Um, like, we do everything in our circuit. We do pull-ups, we do weights, um, we do reaction balls, we do step-ups. So it's kind of a circuit that does everything as well. So you've, you're basically doing a two-and-a-half-hour session of just absolute work. Oh, yeah. It's like, like you say, it's, it is a very mental sort of thing because... You walk in there knowing that, oh, I'm going to do a bleep test now. And then, like you say, two rounds of a circuit. Like, you can feel a bit, like, defeated straight away. But once you're through it at the end, there's such a sense of accomplishment. You're like, oh, actually was, you know, that was good. Like, I done, I done okay. Yeah. So you feel like, you know, you feel like a different person coming out of there, really. Yeah. Because we were saying about first sessions, and, like, quite a funny story, actually. The first session Lacey and Tristan ever did was the session we do where we run around the hall all night. So to be fair to those two, I mean, they've they've shown amazing spirit because a lot of people would have come in that first night, run 14 kilometres or whatever, and been like, oh my God, what have I done? And not come back. But considering that was their first session, they're back, they're online constantly, and they've just shown an absolutely amazing spirit. And as I said, my friend Josie um, joined us last time and she absolutely killed it as well. She absolutely smashed it. Yeah, she did, yeah, to be fair. Um, she showed amazing spirit as well. So I mean, it's one of those things you kind of you soon know. I think with us because obviously we do the the eight sessions for the set amount, um, and I like to do it that way because it gives people a little chance to sort of say, right, I've done a month, I've covered most of the sessions you do, and you soon know then who's going to stay and who's not. And again, going back to it, you, you, um, Tristan and Lacey, kind of started with the fitness sessions it could have been put off but you've come back and you've stuck at it and it shows you know it shows great great spirit especially coming into something new and something that's a bit different like karate and being like oh my god i've been beasted with a fitness session now but it's all right i'll go back next week i'll do it again oh yeah yeah like you i suppose it's, like you say it's good you know you know if you're going back don't you? you know if you and you know the ones that are gonna like stick it out like obviously Tristan and Lacey, like you say, that 14 kilometres could have put them off, like, but no, fair play to them, they're, uh, they're back every week. Yeah. So the next thing we'll talk about then is training through a pandemic. Obviously, yeah. this was not, this whole 
year really essentially has, has really not been what any of us would have ever sort of guessed would would happen to us in our lifetime nope um and obviously we've all had to adapt um i know some some of my friends whose dojos kind of haven't reopened they've done nothing online because they just haven't had the interest um and it's it's kind of hard to hear because martial arts is one of those things that unless you're very lucky to have a huge class that we all have small numbers we're all kind of making do with what we've got so this yeah. last year for a lot of people has been a real nail in the coffin um obviously we started online last march um and one of the things i am kind of proud of like now while we're here is that over the year we've since the pandemic started last march that over this year now we've kind of managed to maintain the club whether it's been online we've been outdoors we've been indoors briefly um like the one thing i take away from all this is that we are saying earlier about having a good bunch how lucky that we are as a club that we're still going because this for us could have been the nail in the coffin because we're a small club anyway um we could have really struggled we could have suffered but we've kind of taken it on the chin we've adapted um as you know our club motto is adapt improvise overcome and we've kind of had to do that the last year um obviously you came into it later around october time so you're kind of halfway through now the pandemic stroke us going online um yeah so how have you found it from your point of view of kind of starting coming in for a month and then obviously us having to end up online then like obviously you know like the pandemic has been like pretty crap isn't it for like everyone but i was really glad that we did continue online um like it's kept me sane sometimes because like obviously when you can't you're not doing anything and like you've just joined like from my perspective i just joined the club and i was really enjoying myself and then we went back into a lockdown i think like if if you guys had turned around or if you were turned around and said like oh we're not going to do anything now until the lockdown is fully over like i don't i think i would have found it difficult especially because i'd like just started yeah and i was like really enjoying myself i, I would have been a bit disheartened like not to say like oh i wouldn't have come back but it would have been hard because i hadn't had the time to like build a connection with you guys like yeah in terms of like obviously i i, I have now and like i feel like part of the group and you, you guys always made me feel like part of the group but i think if if we just done like nothing like after we went into lockdown it would have been really hard to like just slip back into it as normal then after like not you know seeing anyone for you know months and months sorry go on no i was just gonna say it's, you know it's just it has kept me it's kept me sane having something to like you know something some structure something to look yeah. forward to um Motivation, I think, is is probably the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, it's definitely something. You know, and it's down to you, really, because you you were the one that always arranges the stuff. You were the one that always um, is reminding people. Oh, don't forget, we're doing this on Tuesday. You know, so it's it would have been easy if you not to, because you know you've, you've got job, you've got things going on. So it's and I hate that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be honest. It's not. It's not as good. Definitely not. No. Like it's definitely not the same. Um, you can't have like say there's not that variety of things that you can do. No, like you can't do self defence. You can't do um, you know a lot of the st- you can you, we do fitness obviously and we do stretching and we do key on and things. But, like there's lots you can't do. Um, Kata is one I find particularly difficult not to win because 
you've only got that small screen and because there's quite a few of us you kind of lose perspective of who's doing what you know oh definitely and i think sometimes on the screen like it always looks different on a screen what someone's doing and being able to see them and like tell them to adjust their arm like slightly or yeah, exactly. it's, it's a lot harder because sometimes i'm and sometimes because you can't see people's feet as well yeah. i wonder sometimes am i doing the right thing with my feet i'm like my feet could be like all over the shop and like you can't really see that they are and like obviously i do ask sometimes i'm like oh are my feet meant to be like this or my arms meant to be like this and you you, you know you always answer me and you know but that's good that's, right how, that's how we should be i mean obviously like i said we've had to kind of adapt um, and I, th- I think sometimes that's what you've got to do. You've kind of got to take it upon yourself to say, oh, you know, I can't quite see. Is it this way or is it this way, you know? Yeah, I never feel uncomfortable doing that. I never feel awkward asking or anything. But um, it's like sometimes, because I am like a bit of a naturally like uh, awkward person at times, like when you're in person, if you can't quite... Sorry, my uh, someone tried to ring me there. If you can't quite uh, see, or you can't quite work out what someone's doing, if you're in person, you can just like sort of like look at whatever yeah, else is doing yeah. and copy. It's a bit easier than like. So yeah, it's definitely not the same. I definitely enjoy the in-person classes more, but I am really glad that we've kept yeah. up with the stuff. Like yeah. you know, again, I think you've probably kind of hit the nail on the head there. It's that sort of connection. It obviously is keeping motivation because. Like, I suppose anyone that hasn't trained for months, even if online, would go back to it and be like, oh, my God, have I really got to do this now? But it's it's keeping that connection. Like, one thing I, a lot of our students would say, and you ask a lot of our students would say, is that, like, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but they'll say, oh, we're a family. We're not just a club. We're a family. And I think <clears throat> as much as, like, I, I'm not a fan of the online training, but obviously, as I said, I've had to adapt. But I think from my point of view, I think one of the main reasons was not just to keep us training, but I think it was to keep that that connection of all of us, to keep us that family connection where we're all sort of... Because to be fair, we still have a laugh when we're online and we'll take the mick out of yeah. things. You know, we've renamed Russian twists to Polish twists. Polish twists, and, yeah. You know, we, I'll still, I still like to have a laugh, and but we're getting work done, so we're kind of killing two birds with one stone because... We're keeping ourselves motivated, but at the same time, we're keeping that connection. And obviously, like my my very good friend sent by Tracy, who is actually Tracy, has been joining yeah. us for the Tabata Tuesdays. Um, and my other good friend Sean has been joining us on the Tabata Tuesdays. Obviously, we've yeah, had yeah. a c- couple of other people who have joined in sessions here and there as well. So we've kind of, we've kind of introduced people in, um, and we've had some some people who have been absolutely amazing like again sean and tracy have have been with us pretty much nearly every tuesday um yeah yeah and like tracy is a nurse in the nhs which obviously you're a nurse as well which we'll go into in a minute um but obviously she's she's a machine anyway she's constantly on the go but like she's going out of her way when she's off work to join in sean every tuesday's logging in he's joining and getting stuck in um we've had sensei leah who's joining us now on sundays so i mean it's something I never really wanted to do, but we've adapted to it. And it, it's been a bit of a bonus for us that we've had people sort of say, oh, can I join in this session? Or I've just logged in and got stuck in with us, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think it's like a testament to the club in a way that like people, you know, people obviously feel comfortable like just dropping in, to, you know, to a club that they're not used to or, you know, 
dropping in for a session you're there or staying and doing a session every week, you know, is a testament to you guys really that, you know, they feel comfortable doing that, you know, so it's only a good thing, I think. Yeah, I think so. So going off off the subject of karate now, loosely, um, obviously, as I mentioned, you're a nurse. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, for you, um, it's probably been one of the hardest jobs through this whole sort of pandemic and through this last year. Obviously, the NHS, as we, we know, has had an absolute battering from all angles. Um, so just give us kind of your sort of how your year has kind of gone with your work because obviously you've you've got a high pressure job anyway but obviously with everything with the covid it's it's kind of taken that up another step so sort of just talk to us about you know your last year yeah it's um it's been like a it's been such a like an unusual um year and definitely been hard like it's been a bit of a strange one for me um when i started you know when the pandemic started I, you know i I'm a nurse and I was working on um, just sort of a general medical ward. Um, we didn't have like a specific like speciality, so it wasn't like all of cancer or respiratory or nothing like that. It was just in general, we just have like a, any, anyone and everyone really. Yeah. But um, when when the pandemic first hit the first time around, which is when I, I had COVID, I had COVID really early, I think, I don't know if, I, I may be wrong and maybe someone from my work will listen to this and be like, no, he's not, that's not right. But I'm pretty sure that I might have been the first person in my hospital in Neath to have COVID, <laughs> which is oh, uh, my luck. Like, But because at the time where I caught it, like none, um, we hadn't had any patients with it. We hadn't had any um you know, we weren't, like, on high alert or nothing like that. It was, like, you know, people were starting to talk about it. We weren't even, like, testing our staff regularly because it was so early on, not because, you know, the hostel was doing anything wrong. It was just, it was quite early into it. Um, and I remember, you know, one day, like, not feeling quite not right, but I wasn't, like, really, really unwell. I was just, like, sort of, I, I remember waking up in the middle of the night with a really bad head and, like, achy joints, which was a bit bizarre. Yeah. Um, I, I went into work the next day feeling pretty okay. I took some like paracetamol, went in and I mentioned it. Um, and they were like, oh, okay. And because like they haven't been like anyone else with it, I, they didn't think it was COVID. They were very like, oh, we don't think it's COVID. And I, I felt fine, you know. But then like as the day was going on, I was starting to feel a bit worse, you know, I felt a bit hot. But nowhere near as bad as like some other people have had it. Um and then I went off then, and then I had, like, a swab, like, a week later, because I was still, you know, not feeling quite right, and I was positive. But then, obviously, I went back to work then, once I was, you know, better. I was only off for the two weeks. Um, and in my job, anyway, I'd sort of been uh, taking on, like, a lot of extra responsibility and, like, acting up, like, as a manager, when I was the manager at the time. Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, I'd had like various interviews for things, but then I was offered. They were opening like a in the set. This was later on then in like the second um, wave. They were opening like a an admissions unit, so it would be like any patient that came into our hospital uh, would come in to this unit first to be tested, to be stabilised before going on to like the general wards. Um, 
so that we wouldn't be just having a bit of a free-for-all where there's just like COVID-positive patients here then everywhere. They'd start with us mm. so we knew where we were going. Yeah. And they offered me like the deputy manager's position on that ward. Um, so, you know, I took that. Um, and that's the job I'd been doing up until about a month ago because they, because obviously COVID is looking a lot better then. They said, oh, we don't need this like admissions unit anymore. We're going to like you know, disband it now because it's not needed. It was, I, they told me at the time it was going to be a temporary thing. So I've gone back to my original job now. So just as a nurse, yeah. um, I say just, you know. Not yeah, I was going to say, yeah. It. Yeah, it's not, it's not just, it is hard. But um, yeah, so back to my original job now on the original ward I worked on before. Um, but obviously that's just given me quite a, a big experience, a lot of perspective, not only like in that role as like a manager, but like the COVID itself, like you know, it it, it was terrible at times, you know, just stressful wise. And I'm not, you know, I'm not the type of person. I'm usually the type of person that gets like stressed or anxious about small things, but then big stuff like that, I like will go over my head. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely been difficult, more from a perspective of like, like we haven't had the correct staffing levels because obviously people have been ill, like loads of people have had COVID, been off. Yeah. So you don't always feel like you can like care for people in you know as best as you could you know because of the situation and it's like such an unprecedented situation never happened before so no one's necessarily to blame because you know it's something we've never had to go through but yeah. um, it's been eye opening one hundred percent kind of no but, light um, to the end of the tunnel sort of thing was it yeah 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 it's like. You know, it's looking much better now. Definitely a lot better. Like I know, like they've seen on the news, like the numbers being down, and like I can tell you from you know personal experience of the how like the state of play in our hospital at the moment is a lot more positive, um, a lot more uh, sort of back to back to normal. Not in terms of obviously there's a lot of rules in place for our visitors, so on, but back to sort of normal levels of like all this you know there's not loads of staff off with covid you know we haven't got loads of covid cases okay uh, I, I can't been in work for the past you know but i can't i think we haven't got any at the moment like on our ward anyway yeah um, as far as i know um which is which amazing is positive, in which itself, is really good yeah. which is yeah exactly it's you know it's a it's a brilliant thing considering what it was like before you know yeah. what it was you know, another level. Like I can't speak for like Morriston and Singleton because um, I don't work there. But um, definitely looking a lot better. But I think I'm glad that I've. St- I'm glad that I did join karate when I did because I think it's been a bit of an outlet for me because yeah. of like the the stress. Like it's been a bit of something I can like look forward to in a way. Like if I was like, stressed, and think like, oh, I got karate tonight, so yeah. that'd be nice. You know, so it's helped me immensely definitely so just briefly what what's the one thing you've taken away from the last year in terms of like your job and everything um the biggest thing i think i've taken away is that life life's too short to put up with things that are not that you're not happy with in your life yeah like i've had like um other personal issues and I'm usually quite like a laid back person. I'm usually the type of person that like take things on the chin if I'm being like treated unfairly. I'm not. I'm not necessarily talking about work. Um, 
I usually would like sort of like let people like steamroll over me or walk all over me and things like that. But I think it's giving me the perspective of life is too short. You know, we're all working hard through this. So you shouldn't accept then in your personal life thing less than what you think you deserve if you catch my drift. Yeah, so totally. I definitely don't take as much uh, rubbish off people like, as I used to. Because awesome. I've seen... You know, I've seen so many people die and things. I'm not saying that I'm going to die, but um, well, we look, you no. never know. You know what's from the corner, depressing as that sounds. So, like, <laughs> if you're letting people like walk all over you or treat you like crap, do you want to like walk outside tomorrow, get hit by a bus, and think, "Oh, I've just spent the past few days having people treating me like rubbish"? Like, yeah. no, you don't have to put up with it. So that's my lesson for the year, I think. Yeah. So last thing, just because we're going to run out of time on the on the podcast. Last yeah. quick, last quick thing. What would you say to anyone that was thinking of taking up a martial art now after this last year, or any sort of sport, really? Um, From your own experience, it, obviously. I would say do it one hundred percent. I don't. I don't think. Don't worry about your age. Don't worry about if you're like if you think you're weird because there's no one that thinks they're more weird than I am. Don't worry <laughs> about like being. Oh, I'm gonna like turn up and people are gonna like make fun of me and it's like you know, especially if you're older, like just think in your head, it's not school, you're not walking into like you're not walking onto a playground where people are gonna poke fun at you. Like what is the worst that can happen? You can turn up and make a bit of a fool of yourself. But at the end of the day, I think most of the time we're all adults, other than the kids in our class are not adults, but they're pretty mature, most of them. Yeah. Um more mature I than think, Tom. <laughs> I didn't say that no, Tom, didn't. if you listen to this um, yeah just do it just it's never too late to do it I think it's and I think there's so many benefits to a martial art like I'm no expert and I'm not one to be like talking about the benefits of martial arts so I haven't been doing it long enough but I definitely think if you're looking to do martial art and it's something you've always wanted to do just do it because I've done it on on sort of like a whim, I just one day was like, do you know what, I'm going to stop being frightened and I'm just going to send these emails and see what happens. And I've never looked back and I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to us going back now um, and everything that it has to offer, really. So, yeah, just do it. Don't be frightened or anxious. Just do it. Because you might need a bunch of nutters, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, we didn't get around to your game, eh? But we'll... We'll look at that one next time because um, I genuinely think we could talk all night. To be fair, because that's the quickest, yeah, yeah, quite possibly the quickest hour I've ever I've known in a while. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize now we're gone. To be fair, no. So thank you for that. Um, obviously for anyone no, else, you. for everyone listening, give us a listen, give us a follow, and look forward to the next one.